This is the Oud and Offbeat podcast, because no mole is boring. Hey, hey, eyeballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-abstracted Louis Fox. <laughs> That's right. I'm oddly distracted. You could say it, <laughs> abstracted. Your abs are very distracting as well. Oh, the, my, my ab is very distracting. <laughs> when someone's fit, you're abstracted. <laughs> Were you looking at that, that girl's midriff? Nope, I was abstracted. <laughs> What's going on, man? I feel like I just offended your wife by telling her that her rat was too fat. She had You guys have a pet rat, and she held it up in the camera. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, that's like a huge-ass rat. And she was like, we don't call it, we don't call it a fat. <laughs> no, no, I something. said, no, she has Trump hands. Oh, gotcha. And then she said, we don't mention that name oh, around that's what anymore. she was mad at, not the fact that I yeah. was fat shaming her rat correct uh, but the rat uh has been in therapy he's kind of turning things around yeah. so <laughs> you got you got him on a low carb diet <laughs> working through some dysmorphia issues what well, is it not a large i mean you how many rats do you have well we only have one uh of this batch they're all over two years old which is super old um we only have one that's still alive two died within uh like a month or two of each other oh how did they die i'm sorry i didn't know that they were involved in underground street fighting, <laughs> mostly some fight club situation. They chewed into the wrong wire? Well, no, uh, one had a tumor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then the other one, uh, it was just her time. It was her time. It was her time. I took her out back she, with a shotgun. She died of old age. <laughs> Did she die of old age? Yeah, yeah, rats lived to be about two. And so when you came in the cage, she was just like, you know, the Golden was... Girls were was going and the Metamucil was on the bed stand and you were like yep there we knew it was happening there it goes she stopped eating and that's a bit oh. we took her to the vet and the vet's like you know it's she's at the end kind of the end of the run and we're like well we'll see if you know we can give her a lot of love and see if maybe she just got a cold or something mm. and she didn't really pull through but when they stop eating and then stop like rats are really clean animals so when they stop cleaning themselves it's like you would be hawk food and your your barn cat chuck yeah. would have eaten the, this one probably wouldn't be like that rat's gonna make me sick if i eat it there's something not right with so it. did you it's have to put it down food. yeah uh, did you do it yourself <laughs> yeah, just put a pillow over the rat's face <laughs> I need to save some money <laughs> That's going to be my side business on Craigslist or something, right? I will put your pet down. $9. No questions asked. How come your pet cat looks a lot like your wife? It said no questions asked. All right. He did the wrong cat. He should have asked a question. Like, what does my cat look question. like? I will put your pets down one question asked. He Is this the right one? His promise of service, no questions asked. But I wish he would have asked one question. <laughs> What's my address? 
Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry you had to do that, man. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's part of with, with the rats is they don't only live to be two or so. So, man, that's tough. It's... Like, I even think we got our dog, you know, eight months ago, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna be heartbroken when this thing dies in seven or eight years. I can't imagine having to go through that every two years. What kind of hard life is this dog having that lives to be eight years old? <laughs> don't dogs live to be like fifteen? I don't. I don't know. I've never had a dog before. <laughs> I just assume seven on the... When this dog dies tragically in the prime of its life, it's going to be so sad. (laughs) Just assume that's all, you know, it's on the low end. I should prepare for seven and and hope for ten, you know? There you go. (laughs) All right. So what have you been up to this week? (laughs) Not much. Just hanging out on the farm. We just had a handyman over, which was pretty funny because he's... I'm wearing my overalls, and uh, I walk out in my overalls, and he's like... you guy who's supposed to do all this stuff? Like, why are you calling and me? And you're like, your ad said no questions asked. <laughs> yeah, so just uh, just been hanging out, man. Uh, you know, it's a crazy week. You know, we have a new president. And mm-hmm. uh, I made the mistake of getting in a political debate with my older brother who does not share the same political beliefs as I do. And, uh, okay. yeah, it was not a good... 30 minute. He believes in the monarchy. Yes, he, believes, he does. He believes. He believes in, in fiefdom. <laughs> He's more of like a 16th, 17th century French political <laughs> belief system. I'm more of a dynasty guy. <laughs> yeah. 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 So uh, I made the mistake of opening that can of worms because it was on inauguration day. And I thought, you know, that was, I don't know why. I don't know what I was thinking. I let it slip and it. Ruined the day for many. For many. <laughs> you mean you and your brother? <laughs> yes. For two. <laughs> and probably my mom, because he probably complained to my mom about me. And then your dog grabbed her chest and had a heart attack. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Louie, let's get some stories, man. Let's do it. For some weird news. This story comes from OregonLive.com. That's a news source more reliable than OregonDead.com. Yeah, I, is it is it Oregon Live or Live? I don't know. I don't know. Oregon Dead is just obituaries. <laughs> it's, it's the kind of thing old people would read. <laughs> this is a crazy story, Louie, and uh, we both love it. And it goes, thief threatens to call police on mom who left child in the backseat of the car he stole. I like it that when a thief has morals. I like when anyone up to something shifty has like a weird, they have a line. Right. It's like, like in Raising Arizona, he's like, well, I robbed the bank, but the gun wasn't loaded. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I agree. He is one of the most moral thieves I think I have heard of. Right. Yeah. Maybe too. He was like, and it's an SUV that was stolen. So I'm doing this to save the environment because you left it running. Yeah. Right. But I, I do like that he has morals because it's like, you know, you know, someone steals your wallet, then they send you a thank you gift basket. <laughs> Use, <laughs> that they, you get some soap that they paid for with your credit card. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow, that takes the edge off just a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. They sent me wine of the month club. 
That's great. <laughs> so the story goes, a car thief who discovered a small child in the backseat of the SUV he boosted Saturday in Beaverton drove back to the child's mother, demanded she take the child out of the backseat, and drove off once more, police say. When he initially approached the mom about this, she goes, no gives these backseats. <laughs> I called no take She's backs. like, you can take the kid, leave the car. That's worth more. <laughs> I'm on the hook for this kid for 14 more years, but I got three payments left on that There's car. There's a reason I left him in the car. I was hoping someone would take him. Didn't you see the sign on the back that said, baby on board, please steal me? <laughs> the free sign on the around the baby's <laughs> neck? Free stuff. <laughs> he actually lectured the mother for leaving the child in the car and threatened to call the police on her, said Officer Matt Henderson, a Beaverton police spokesman. I like that he was going to call the cops, too. That's just like another layer of, of this guy. He's a very, very complicated person. Hey, you guys aren't going to believe this, but I'm driving around a car that I just stole with a baby in the back. Can you believe that? <laughs> Who leaves a baby in the back of a stolen car? <laughs> All right, listen, I'm going to drop the baby off at the police station. You guys stay inside. I'll call you when it's there. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw the baby over the fence. You get ready to catch it. <laughs> hey, guys, I just stole this car, and there is a baby. <laughs> can you can you imagine, like, receiving that <laughs> phone call? Like, all right, yeah. Okay. Or the 911 person who gets the call from the, who's like, the lady, the mom calls 911. They're like, what's the crime? Like, I was harassed. Oh, and my car was stolen my baby in it. But really, <laughs> this guy yelled at me. It was pretty intense. The crime occurred at 9.10 a.m. in the parking lot of Basics Meat Market. The mother parked just outside the store's front door and went inside to buy a gallon of milk. And some meat, Henderson said. She was never more than 15 feet from the car, but she made a critical error. First of all, Basics Meat Market is a strip club. <laughs> she was just going in to do a shift at 9, 10 in the morning with where all the, the money Yeah, I is. feel like that's a bit early for a meat and milk run. <laughs> yeah, no, you run out of milk later in the day. Yeah, And then how do you go inside a store... And never be 15 feet from the car. That's what doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think it, I, I, I was under the impression that it was like uh, you go up to the counter. It was like an outside thing. But maybe, maybe it's inside. But the milk's always in the back. Milk's never in the front of the grocery store. Yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. You do run out of milk later in the day. I ran out of milk in like 2009. <laughs> when you were diagnosed as lactose intolerant. <laughs> much. Well, she left the engine running and the doors locked. What she did was not a crime. She was within sight and sound of her child, Henderson said. But she left the car running, so take that extra step. Take the keys with you. It's a good reminder to take extra precaution when we have our little ones with us. I love how the cop didn't say, take your kid with you. No, <laughs> no. Said, you can't take, take your, your kid into the meat market. And turn your car off. You didn't say, take <laughs> your child. <laughs> He's like, you want to crack the window if it's the summertime. But that's the thing. It's but like, not- you might be within sight if, in theory, like if you're not necessarily inside the market, but you're not within sound, like unless you had the windows rolled down and it's January 14th. It's yeah. like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, it's not within sound of it. I like how all this stuff took place. Like, the amount of time, the police response time there is longer than, like, Comcast hold time. Right. Henderson described the incident as a crime of opportunity. The thief saw the car was unlocked and had keys in the ignition, and he went for it. And there was candy on the dashboard. Honestly, like, I don't blame him, because I think about that all the time. Anytime I see someone who's left their car running, I'm like, I should just take that for a stroll around the block. 
<laughs> you take a car for a stroll. You're gonna. I'm gonna walk next to it. I'm just have it idle, and I'll have my hand inside gonna t- working the uh, steering wheel. I'm gonna wheel. take it around the block, and then I'm gonna come back and tell them how dirty it is, and they should keep keep their <laughs> car more clean. I'd be like, do you hear that metal on metal sound? You need a ring job in your car. <laughs> I was gonna steal it, but the brakes is gonna take take two thousand dollars just to fix this. <laughs> I'm gonna. I need to practice my 13 point uh, inspection, and your car is not roadworthy, by the way. You you need to re 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 gap your points, and uh, you need to tighten your belts. <laughs> a basic meets market employee who helped the woman said she was only in the market for a few minutes before someone began backing the SUV out of its parking space. The thief quickly realized a four-year-old child was seated in a booster seat behind him. You turned in the adjacent video-only parking lot and returned to the mother to berate her for leaving the child in the car. The headline should be, there's still a video-only store. <laughs> right? Like, I think those all went out of business in like the 80s. Not in Oregon, man. We got all sorts of businesses here. You got Blockbuster Video. Oh, you got Video Only. <laughs> you, you, you got Beta to the Max. I would have loved for him to jump in the car and then the kid goes, Daddy. Like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, is Oregon one of those states that you're on the hook for child support if you're just a father figure? <laughs> if you just stole the car that they're in? <laughs> Your Honor, I claim he needs to pay child support. He did steal my kid and drove it around for three minutes. Possession is nine-tenths of the law's requirement for child support. (laughs) He orders her to take the kid out of the car, and she does, Henderson said. Then he proceeded to drive off in the stolen car. I like that he made her do the work. Yeah, right? Hey, I just stole this Van Gogh painting. Hey, would you – I'm going to go back because I don't like the frame. Can you put a different (laughs) frame on this and then I'll I'll be on my way? Yeah, unless he had a gun, I would have – I don't know. Maybe I don't have kids, but I imagine she was probably freaked out. She just wanted the kid out, right? I mean, clearly the the guy doesn't want the bigger kidnapping charge, right? So I would think that it would be pretty simple. She'd be like, no, I'm not taking the kid out. And the guy, eventually the guy would leave. You would kind of win the gotcha. standoff. You'd think he thought that out. I think he was, he's like, I'm a car thief, not a kidnapper. Yeah. Obviously, we're thankful he brought the little one back had, and had the decency to do that, the cop said. The stolen vehicle is a 2013 Silver Honda Pilot, license plate 357, GLV. Police said the son- The kid, the kid is a Caucasian. <laughs> Lower than average intelligence, but he's good at baseball. (laughs) Police said the suspect was a man in his 20s or 30s who has dark brown or black braided hair and was wearing a multicolored face mask. I like it. We're at the point in our society now that we are describing the face masks people are wearing. But they're like, under that face mask he used to disguise his identity for the crime, he was wearing a surgical face mask. (laughs) Yeah, heaven forbid criminals be smart enough He's smart enough to already know that he's going to get a kidnapping charge. Don't you think he might change his face mask for his next crime? Yeah, you know, when you change your clothes after you do the heist of the century, where I would I would just rob everything wearing like a black disposable face mask and then change into something more elegant. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine? Like, don't you see this? Are, are face masks measured in like thread count yet? <laughs> well, can you imagine like doing a crime and you get caught but you're wearing the face mask of so, the same face mask that someone else was wearing in a crime, and they try that, and, like, I mean, that's what they're using to to link you to the crime? I mean, that seems a little bit... Face face mask profiling. <laughs> that's going to be the new thing now, and that's going to be the excuse they pull people over now. It'd be like, you match the description of someone. Oh, who are you looking for? 
He was wearing a face mask. Yeah, right. So what do you think about this, Louis? I like the morals of the guy stealing it. And actually, I think the person with the worst morals almost is the mom leaving the kid in the car. Yeah. And what they left out is she said, I don't want the kid. You take it. You take <laughs> yes. it. I'm done with that kid. This is my, I'm out. I'm out of Shawshank. <laughs> this is my time. I just got paroled early. <laughs> the, the governor just pardoned me. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I agree with you. I think it's, you know, why would The you- mom's like, this is how little Wayne feel after Trump pardoned him. <laughs> yeah, why would you leave the car running and the doors open when, with your kid in the back, that seems crazy. There's a lot of bad parenting that happened. Yeah. Where, all right, I don't believe she was within sight and sound of the of, of course of not. the car. No way. Like I, I don't know how you could go into a market and get milk. Yeah. Yeah, and then you got to look. You know, it takes time to look at the two percent. Is it homogenized? Is it? When's the expiration date? Yeah, um, what dairy is it oh, from? Man, I mean, the amount of mental effort you need to figure out the proper milk is tough. Well, and then you got to do the math. And you're like, this one's bigger, but it's on sale. And that one's totally. smaller. And, you, and then you're doing the price per ounce. It's tough. And then you're asking Siri, like, how many ounces are in a gallon? It's <laughs> Well, good for this robber to, uh, you know, not take the kid. Exactly. But that poor lady, her milk probably curdled in the time it took her to walk home (laughs) without a car. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right. In the amount of time it took for the police to show up to take the report, (laughs) the the kid's now in college. The the milk is spoiled. The meat is bad. The kid's now 33. (laughs) And suing her for being a poor parent. And she's married now to the guy who robbed her. Yeah. Car still not recovered. (laughs) All right. I like it. Yep. news part two this story comes from oddityCentral.com. that's a news source more reliable than the waffles at ihop no they don't have good waffles there no it's the international house of pancakes you do one thing right that's it yeah i i mean when i want waffles the, i go to the i ho i how everyone knows you go to the waffle house Ugh, we don't have waffles. waffle houses out here though I know, I know. Probably good. Carrie Lynn and Ella went to one when uh, about it. What about a year ago when they were in Savannah? Mm-hmm. And Carrie Lynn's like, I don't get what it was, but they went there for breakfast at like ten a.m. No, you got to go there at like three thirty a.m. and yeah, and only pay with what's in your pocket. <laughs> yes, you have to earn the difference between what you have. and <laughs> You have to take the... money out of the March of Dimes thing by the cashier, and that's what you pay for your food with. <laughs> It's one of the last remaining businesses in America where where you actually have to wash the dishes if you can't pay for your food. <laughs> or shoot somebody. Or take a bullet for a Waffle House employee. <laughs> so this story goes, man spends over $400 treating limping dog only to learn it was only imitating him. Uh, he doesn't say, though, he was treating him to pedicures. Ah, yeah. So, and there is a video that is very heartwarming, and we will post it on the site so you can see it. Yes. And it's pretty awesome. A UK man who had spent around 300 pounds on vet bills after his pet dog started limping learned that there was nothing wrong with the animal and that he was allegedly only limping out of sympathy for him. I bet the guy's glad that he was only copying his limping and not his other ailment, which is incontinence. (laughs) 
Yeah, he started imitating me. He started crying after he drinks red wine also. (laughs) (laughs) And watching Breaking Bad. (laughs) Russell Jones was left unable to walk without limping after breaking his ankle in an accident last year. One day, while out on a walk with his dog Billy, Russell noticed that the canine was limping as well. On another occasion, as he was limping around the house, his partner Michelle noticed that Billy was sort of copying him. So they called the vet to have the dog checked out. Only after paying around 300 pounds, $410 for x-rays and checkups, did he learn that Billy was only imitating his gait out of sympathy. He gets the report back from the vet and it's like, yeah, your dog's ankle is fine, but he's got Stockholm Syndrome. (laughs) Yeah, basically the next day after breaking his ankle, as I was limping around the house, Michelle noticed that he was sort of copying me. That rose the concern that there might be something wrong with him, so we phoned the vet, Jones told ITVs this morning. Because of social distancing, he walked in normally, and when he came out, they said they couldn't find anything wrong with him. Then again, he started limping, so Michelle filmed it. He really, his skill he learned of faking was from his partner. Ah, nice, Louie. <laughs> Dog's been paying attention. The London-based couple became even more suspicious after seeing the eight-year-old lurcher sprinting around the garden when Russell wasn't around. A video of Russell and Billy both limping during a walk was, has gone viral on social media, with most viewers expressing their amazement at the canine's acting skills. I like that your dog just wants to do what you do. So, like, when I take a nap and the dog joins me, I'm like, are you really tired now? Yeah, it's true. Right? But- like, when I eat dinner and the dog wants food scraps, I'm like, do you really want those? Or are you just acting out of sympathy? He definitely wants those. <laughs> <laughs> Although some expressed doubt that Billy was just imitating his human master and claimed that there might have been something wrong with his foot that the x-ray didn't catch, a 2011 study found evidence of automatic imitation in dogs. Scientists found that dogs will imitate their owners even when it is not in their best interest to do so. So maybe like napping with you? Yeah. Like, I lost my leg in the war and my dog cut his off just to have a bonding moment. (laughs) The dog has phantom leg syndrome. (laughs) Now, wait, wait. This dog is eight years old. So according to Matt's uh, veterinary knowledge, this dog has been dead for a year. (laughs) It's... This is the oldest dog in the history of the world right now. Not only do I have to call the vet to make sure he's faking, I had to call Guinness to, to report this. I love when they take it. I mean, that would be a hard conversation. He's limping everywhere, and then you take it to the vet, and they can't find anything. They're like, he has no limp, but x-rays do conclude your dog has a very large heart. Oh, Yeah, right? I, what, like, what's some other things that your dog would imitate, right? Like, Hopefully me scooping up after it. Like every time Mass- Manchester United is on the telly, he barks or something, right? <laughs> every time I black out, so does the dog. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty cool, and it's very it's a heartwarming video. I wonder if the dog, when they go to the dog part, starts having the, the fake limp to get sympathy from the lady dogs. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where it's at. I totally got a limp. <laughs> I threw it out with doing leg presses yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday was leg day. Yesterday was leg day. <laughs> Tomorrow's arm day, thank goodness. <laughs> All right, uh, I like this story, man. It's, it's very yeah. heartwarming. It is. I like it. All right, well, that's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. Uh, where can the fine people see Louis Fox this week? 
You can catch me today, Tuesday, and tomorrow hanging out on the farm with Matt. Yes, you know it. It's gonna, and then we'll be sitting in a car uh, commuting back to Seattle. It's gonna be epic. You're gonna bring some overalls and uh, and help me muck some stalls. I will bring coveralls and I will help you paint the stalls. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. I'll take it. <laughs> No political conversations, though. <laughs> nope, nope. I will only talk about the plight of indigenous people. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. I, I'm into In that. Antarctica. <laughs> Where can they catch you? Uh, you can find me today. If you're listening to this on Tuesday the 26th when this is released, you can tune in to a virtual show I'm doing in the afternoon. Louie will be producing it. And uh, just send me send me an email. I'll send you the link. It should be pretty cool. And uh, other than that, I'll be up in Seattle hanging with you and yep. uh, recording in person, which is what? which makes things a lot easier to riff. And yep. other than that, yeah, just hanging out, man. I'm excited to come back to Seattle and and uh, check out the old haunts. See, see how much it's see how you've changed so much in the last three weeks. It's like I don't even know you. <laughs> well, I think we're going to be staying on uh, Queen Anne, so it's going to be kind of a cool like, hey, we're in the we're in the big city. Oh, are you getting like an Airbnb? Are you taking the van up and just going to park? We're, it on Queen we are Anne? going to take the van, but we have a friend who is in San Francisco for the next three months, and she kept her apartment on Queen Anne, so we're just going to crash out there. Nice. It's going to be pretty sweet. So come hang out. We'll go. Uh, Go to Oscars, go to Aussies, what other Queen Anne <laughs> we'll places go, are there? We'll go to, like, El Matador's up yeah. there. Or yeah. We'll go to the, there's that, that McCormick, or is McCormick, it McCormick? and there's Schmitz. Like a, yeah. or whatever, Schmitz. We'll go to the melting pot, get some fondue <laughs> to go. Yeah, I'm uh, looking forward <laughs> to it, man. Well, either way, folks, we want to thank you so much for listening. Check us out on all the social sites. Give us a five-star review. Check us out on the Patreon, whatever you can do. Meet us at Aussies. Yeah. We'll be sitting outside drinking <laughs> 40s and paper bags because they are closed. Yeah, if you don't want to uh, contribute to our Patreon, come give us $3 when we hang out at the bar. <laughs> we'll buy us ourselves half a shot. <laughs> That's old-timey Patreon. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, we hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd Enough Beat Podcast.